Hello and welcome to Shay Spills Podcast. I am your host, Shlan, aka Shay. Hello and welcome to Behind the Streams, a conversation I have with Irish and international streamers, content creators, and gamers. This week's guest is Toxic Fixin, an American streamer from Georgia, and we were talking about having conversations really about Warzone, favorite Call of Duty games, uh, hacking our mistakes on streaming and what we've learnt and favourite games and games we didn't really like and this is the interview I hope you all enjoy it see you after the conversation so for anyone who doesn't know who you are please introduce yourself to the audience uh, my name is Toxic Vixen um, some people call me Toxic some people call me Vixen Somebody, some people call me Toxin um, I'm a Twitch streamer um yeah that's about it <laughs> how did you get into streaming um oh i guess you know what i guess i could just say i'm not like your average soccer mom uh, i am a mom i'm a little bit older um i have two kids and a beautiful wife we've been married for five years now together for seven um we have a teenager and an almost 10 year old his birthday's on halloween which is fantastic for anybody that has a halloween birthday um so that's just kind of me like behind the scenes i don't really talk i mean i talk about my family quite a bit but we're very um pretty we're pretty private when it comes to like the kids and stuff like that but yeah um they play soccer they're in sports they're in other sports they're they're in high school and and there's a lot of stuff that goes on so i i live i lead a pretty busy life Mm -hmm. like day to day outside of streaming so like Streaming is like my getaway. It's my break from like family life, which is kind of crazy. Um, I got into streaming because I played a lot of video games. Like I've always kind of played video games and I, and I would play for long periods of time and stuff like that. And I got pretty good. And then my wife started actually watching streamers. Uh, and she was like, I think you could do this. She's like, I think you could do this. People would want to watch you. And I'm like, you are out of your mind. Um, and then we just kind of went with it. Um, I had I started streaming on an Xbox with a HP all-in-one desktop. It I went back and watched some of my first streams and it was atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> like it was awful. I was like, how did I even get where I am starting the way mm-hmm. that I did? Um, but if it was because of her and like our really close friends that kind of just encouraged me to do it. Um, and that's like, that's how I started for your, your wife. Who, who, who was she watching on streams? Uh, she first started watching thinned on Facebook. Um, she started watching people on Facebook thin and freebies. And then it just kind of blossomed from there. Um, cause you started seeing more streamers or bigger streamers and, and that's kind of like, it was right around, right before the peak of like COVID, mm-hmm. right. Um, when this kind of all started, um, it was in the summer and then it just kind of blew up from there and it has kind of consumed us since then. So. In a good way, obviously. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. In a good uh, way. What games how, do you mostly stream? Uh, I mostly stream Call of Duty. Um, I'm very much a first-person shooter, um, like, player. I don't really dive into other games. But with that being said, 
Uh, I've recently started playing like New World. Um, and I know Apex is a first person shooter, but it's not quite the same as COD. Um, I did play the Halo beta um, and things like that. So first person shooters are like my home, um, but I'm starting to venture outside of that like bubble. What has been the most memorable moments you remember from your first few months streaming? Uh, I think one of the biggest moments that I can remember, um, there's a couple of them. I think when I first got raided uh, by freebies, um, it was very early on. I think I was like two months into streaming, still had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, and I got raided by freebies, which is someone who like I looked up to, right? Um, and he's been a follower and a supporter of mine ever since. And we're talking about almost two years now. So I, and and I absolutely adore him. And he's always been a number one fan of mine. And I've always been a number one fan of his. And uh, just thinking about that, like I I kind of lost it. Like when you get raided by someone big and you're and you are just starting out, it's very <laughs> overwhelming. Um, and it's something you definitely don't forget. Um, I think the other one is um, just growing like a community that wants to see you succeed because uh, they helped my, without my community, I wouldn't be a PC gamer right now. Um, and so like, that's kind of like one of the most memorable things for me as well. Like being able to, to kind of dive deeper into the world of streaming, being on PC. So being your favorite highlight from your stream my favorite highlight um like in the sense of like something i do on stream or something yeah, that something, has happened well, on something stream something that has happened on stream um oh goodness i think there's always I don't know because sometimes it's something that's small that I remember or something that is huge, but you know what I mean? Um, can we come can, back yeah. to that one? No problem. Uh, what's okay. your process and planning for your streams and your socials? Uh, can I say I don't have one? <laughs> no. Um, so most of the time I like, I don't have necessarily a plan, uh, especially when I started streaming, there was like no rhyme or reason. Um, but since I've been streaming for quite a long time, I say it's a long time. It really hasn't been that long. But, um, you know, I tried to plan, um, like, who I'm going to play with. Um, and I've gotten much better about posting daily on socials. Um, back in September, I think it was, September, no, August, um, I started this thing where I wake up every morning. And the, one of the first things that I do is I post something positive or motivational or just kind of factual quotes mm -hmm. of the day um, in hopes because like the idea is uh, if you start your day in the right mindset, um, it's kind of sets the tone for the rest mm -hmm. of the day. And so my hope is like when people see it and people have come to me about this, they're like, I love seeing your quotes in the morning. Um, like I want people to see it and be like, okay, today is going to be fine. Or I got this today. Or what I was worrying about yesterday doesn't necessarily affect me today kind of thing um so that's one like that's one thing i've been really good about is just kind of staying on top of of posting something every day um and just looking to create that content that can be posted that people are going to want to watch um 
it it's taken me a long time to kind of get into this mindset, but um, definitely do it earlier mm -hmm. than later. <laughs> What's your first video game you ever played? Oh my God, I'm going to show my age. <laughs> but uh, my first game that I played is going to be Duck Hunt on Nintendo. Okay, I don't know that game, to be honest. See, yeah. so basically, you had uh, it was, and you can consider this a first-person shooter or a, like um, like what are those games where you can um, work on like your your mm -hmm. aiming? Um, so basically, you have a fake gun that was tethered to the console, uh, and little ducks would fly across your screen, and you had oh, to shoot okay, them. Okay, yes. And, um and so basically that was like the concept of the game and you had like a little dog that would run out and get it and stuff like that and that was it was wild i love that game so much and that's probably why i love first person shooters to be honest so who is your favorite video game character um i think one of my favorite and maybe one of the most underrated gaming characters would have to be yoshi from mario I don't know how many people remember like he had like a game and you could ride Yoshi and I always thought he was the cutest little thing uh, and I always wanted one like a Yoshi egg and a Yoshi um, but yeah he's probably my favorite <laughs> what's a popular game everyone seems to love but you don't like all guys Why? I hate that game because I, okay, so, you know, I'm very competitive and I play mm -hmm. Call of Duty and things like that, but Fall Guys will make me rage so hard. I think because it's so mm -hmm. simple and I can't do it. So it, it gets me so livid that I cannot get a crown. I don't know why. I just, that game, everybody likes it, everybody plays it, or they have a really good time with it. I literally hate playing that game. If you had to live in the world of the last game you played, what world would that be? Ooh, that would be New World, which I'm not mad about. Why is that? Is it just, is it harder to play? Or is it no, so New World is a MMO. Um, and so at um, Interium is a place that doesn't age. And there's always something to do and it's this huge beautiful map and there's different types of scenery there's animals and and stuff like that um so it's much better than having to live in verdansk so i was actually going to ask who would be your ultimate team for verdansk my ultimate yeah. team like for yeah, like for a tournament or just as a team you usually play with um or a team that I usually play with? Hmm, that's such a tough choice because I'm trying to think of this like from a strategic standpoint, like, do I want to get a bunch of dubs? Do I want to be sweaty? Do I just want to vibe? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think, so like for vibes, I would love to be able to play with, uh, Sweet Tails and um, Big Bear, mm -hmm. I think is his name. Or is it just Bear? I, people just call him Bear. I think bear, I would I love Big Bad Bear. Yeah, I would love to play with them just to wild out, like just mm -hmm. to be silly. Um, but I think like competitively, I would love to be able to play with Huskers and Aiden on a team. 
Um, I think that would be absolutely insane. But I will say um, the people that I play with on a daily basis, I wouldn't trade them. I mean, for they're, the they're world pretty cracked. I have to say from watching the stream. Yeah. Um, they are very much cracked and we put out really good content and our vibes are, are completely unmatched. Like our humor is the same, but at the end of the day, I know that we all get, uh, sweaty and we can handle our own. And that's something that's like really important for people to remember. You know what I mean? Um, but I guess like an all time dream team of mine would be Aiden and Huskers. And if you were in a in a tournament with other streamers and you had to pick three people to be on your team, who would they be? Ooh, three people to be on my team. I think I would have to go with, um, I think I would have to go with Manny and Luigi and for a fourth to pick up, I think I would pick up Cupcake. I think we all four work well together. Um, and I know people are probably like, well, why didn't you say so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so? I think because to me, like being in a tournament is great and winning is great. But also from the content creation side, like I want to be able to still have that kind of content mm -hmm. with people. And that, and that only comes from time playing with people. Um, most of the time, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people that you could queue up with and you're going to make great content because they're great people. Um, but then sometimes you can queue up with people and it takes a little bit longer, right? It takes a little bit longer to kind of break down that, that kind of nervousness or, or, um, like, I don't really know this person. So I don't necessarily want to say mm -hmm. the wrong thing mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, and sometimes that takes time. And, but once you get there, it's great. Um, but like just to jump into a tournament right off the rip, no questions. Um, I would definitely go with those people. If you could delete one video game forever, what would it be? Oh, guys. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I would ask, like, I don't think I would really delete any games. Um, because even though I may not enjoy a game per se, there are plenty of people who do enjoy it, no matter um, if it's really good or bad mm -hmm. in the general consensus. There's always going to be someone that likes it. So I don't think any games need to be deleted per se. Do you have a, a favorite loadout at the moment in Warzone? Ooh, no. Because uh, right now there's not necessarily like a meta mm -hmm. per se. Um, there are some guns that kind of do outperform others. But I think you're finally starting to see... Uh, somewhat of a gun balance. Um, I like to snipe and I like to push. So I'll run like a sniper SMG or, you know, your regular AR with SMG. Sometimes I like to be toxic and run a riot shield and Cali sticks. It's probably one of my favorite loadouts. My, that's probably like my most fun mm -hmm. loadout. Um, because every, like everybody can say, or everybody can relate that they, um, they, hate being killed by Cali sticks. Um, but they are also, again, one of the most fun things. I've never gotten killed with a Kudos 6. I, I'm just, you've never I, gotten I, killed by one? I, or I've you've never, never gotten, gotten killed? Kill. I've been killed multiple times with them. It's just I'm not very good with the sticks. So the thing with the sticks is it, it really kind of helps you focus on okay. movement and placement and 
Because, you know, you're going to have to either stun them or or flash them or gas them or whatever. And that, and you have to move. It's all about positioning with the sticks. Um, and it, sometimes I'm notorious for just running straight at people and then I die. And then, of course, I rage. But mm -hmm. that was on me. You know what I mean? Um, but it's fun to kind of slide in and out of places to get away from people. And that and what happens is if you can kind of get somewhat decent on sticks, uh, it translates to gunplay too because you're like oh wait i can do this or do this um so that's why i like to run them because it just reminds me of what i need to work on um what's your opinion on the snipers and is it the floor is it floor what's the word do you know the the, the guns that would be on the ground when you just first fly in yeah the ground, ground loop guns do you think they've improved the ground yeah. loop snipers are some of them are, most yeah. of them are trash because they the ground loot sniper, I think like right now you can get a somewhat decent Pellington. Mm -hmm. Um and I think that's it. Uh, the Swiss, I mean they keep I feel like they keep messing with the Swiss. Um cuz some days I am on and I'm hitting all the shots and then literally yesterday a man was standing still and I could not hit him and I was 10 feet from him. Like I just couldn't I don't understand what happens. Um and so I think I think they need to leave the snipers alone. <laughs> Do you think PC gamers are superior to console players? Oh, that is always the question, mm -hmm. right? Um I don't I don't think PC gamers are superior per se. Cuz let me say this. I know quite a few people who play on console who are just as cracked as mm -hmm. PC players. Um, is there a hindrance when it comes to playing on console? Yes. Um, but just because you, you play on PC or you play on console doesn't necessarily make you better. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, there, like, I think you get more advantages for a game on, uh, PC. Um, but there are some things that, that console it can do that PC can't do. Like console players, they don't have to they don't have to play cross play. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um so they don't have to run into that that sweaty PC. Oh we're just gonna wait. <laughs> That's all right, there's no problem. Um, but no, I don't, I, at the end of the day, I don't think that, that PC gamers are superior to console players. I think they just invested more money into a bigger console. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. I, I don't know because over the past, probably mm. at least this do you week think, for um, sure, at the moment with um, every game that I've loaded into has had a hacker, like a legitimate hacker that we've looked up, we've watched the gameplay. Because um, sometimes people are notorious for like always people? cheating. I get called a cheater 
quite often. And I don't, I'm not a cheater. I'm terrible at this game. But sometimes you hit those shots or you you start getting better game sense and and you predict the run or whatever. And people are like, well, how did he know I was there? You know, and I've and I've said this before, but now it's gotten to the point where there's literally a cheater in every game and it's taken Activision over mm-hmm. two years to even kind of give a crap. Like with Vanguard, they're finally saying that they're releasing an anti-cheat, but we don't know if it's going to work. Um, and it sucks that like we we have to play a game that is that could be or that was so great and could still be great if they would get it together. But it's like they don't care. Um I have have people gotten banned before. Yes. But the problem with banning people is they have thousands of accounts ready to go. They make it. It's so easy. It is so easy to cheat in Warzone now. It's ridiculous. I think part of it, the majority, I would say, like, the majority of people that cheat um, on a regular basis are people I who just don't get use the excuse to of, do it now it, I'm tired of dying to cheaters, or I'm tired of always losing to sweaty people, decent, or I'm tired or of two, this, instead of putting in the else. time and saying, okay, I'm not that great at the game, but what can I do to get better without having to cheat and actually work on that so that they do get better? They cheat. Um, the people that um, that use like boosting, like cheating, where they take people around and get them wins, um, those people are there to make money. And the people that pay them are tired of losing. So they pay to win. Um, there's definitely a market for it. I mean, people pay... A little mm-hmm. bit of money you could pay mm-hmm. you could pay five dollars or you could pay fifty dollars and and you know what i mean so it's a it's a that's a huge gap of people that that price range covers who are willing to pay that um like your casual everyday gamer is willing to pay that just to try to get somewhere in a video game which is crazy to me absolutely crazy i don't know why they just don't go play something else like why don't you just go play something else? But then, you know, we've seen some of the clips. There are cheaters that were in the Battlefield mm-hmm. beta. Um, I don't think we saw any cheaters in the Halo beta. Um, there was cheaters in the Vanguard beta, which I understand they're all betas. It's this bizarre. isn't, you know, the final whatever. Um, but it's, yeah. it's quite depressing to see how much cheating has blown up um but it also kind of makes me wonder like how much cheating was happening before streaming is that where it is now you know what i mean because like before people saw the cheating happening live yeah like how many how many cheaters were in a game that we didn't know that was necessarily cheating because nobody talked about it because we were all just sitting on our couch on our 70 inch tvs playing call of duty you know what i mean so it's kind of interesting the progression of cheating with the progression of streaming how much Mm. is blown up i did i did play the vanguard beta 
Um, it was gifted to me because I wasn't going to pre-order it. I'm not a huge fan of um, like World War guns and the mechanics, which they're using the Modern mm -hmm. Warfare engine. So the movement isn't horrible. It's not like super different like in Cold War. Um, but have you tried Vanguard? It's I don't know. I don't love it. I hate that we have to grind it out for a whole month before they release the new map. Um, but I'm a little scared about the integration of Vanguard Pacific with Warzone, like that being the new Warzone, um, in the sense of the guns that are going to be used, mm -hmm. um, what's going to be obsolete, how it's going, how the movement is going to be, the TTK, um, and things like that. So it's it's going to be December is going to be kind of crazy, I think. Sure. And um I mean I'm not I'm not gonna be getting the game just because I I looked at it and I was like, yeah, no, that's cool, but um I just don't think it would be for me. I mean I love World War games and all that, but I think mm -hmm. just the guns itself, like I mean, obviously then the guns weren't preferably great compared to the, the guns we have now in like in Warzone and all that, right. But, um i just i mean it's like one there it's great that they have they're going to be showing stories of female um oh yeah 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 gun yeah she was on the trailer gun, gun women let's say just, um back then because i mean there was women fighting in world war one and two and they haven't been recognized i believe for it. their recognition of i believe it did. like <laughs> but, I, and, and I that's there, true like people forget how a, much of a role a women played in those uh, sniper in those times i believe um so it's kind of interesting yeah that they are going to showcase yeah, some women apparently in um, real life in the there game, was actually a group of women from i Russia just i don't know actually, i mean now people um, are are somewhat they were oh, uh preferring yeah. like the cold war guns so yeah. probably yeah. what will happen it's people kind of will start preferring those. the vanguard guns um because they always give them a buff they always make them better than what they mm. actually are because it doesn't make any sense that a a Cold War gun or a Vanguard gun outperforms a modern warfare gun. You know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of crazy in that sense of like, we keep going back in time, but the guns keep getting better. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. <laughs> so. um, for the most part, I started, um, I started back in modern warfare, which I believe was Call of Duty 4. Um, I played a lot, you know, of course, this was before BRs were really big. So I played a lot of Search and Destroy. Um, I was ranked in the top 1,000 mm. in the world for Search yeah. and Destroy, yeah, which is no, kind of doesn't... crazy. Way back then. Have, have and you then tried all the Call of Duty games? The one um, that was set in Japan. What was that one? Um, so I played that one for a little bit. And then I took like, I, I think mm -hmm. I stopped gaming for like 10 years. Um, life just kind of took over. Um, and I stopped gaming and then I came back, um, and played a little bit of black ops, wow. um, and took another break and then got back into call of duty with modern Warzone, or modern warfare. 
Um, so it's kind of, it doesn't necessarily matter how long you step away from Call of Duty. You can always pick it back up relatively quickly. Um, it's kind of one of those games that is consistent in that sense. I think it depends on who makes it, right? So every, I think, it, what is it? Every year they swap. So Treyarch gets it or Raven gets it. Um, and so Treyarch is notorious mm -hmm. for having like clunky mechanics. Yeah. And uh, like, like from in Black the Ops, beginning, you were saying, um, you know, they tried to do games, some futuristic stuff, major but the movement was is very similar to the movement that's in uh, Cold War. Um, it's kind of that weird kind of clunky, not very smooth movement. Um, and so depending on which devs create the game depends on how well the game plays. Um, so every year or every other year, like it's pretty good or really good. And then the, the opposite years, it's kind of, it's okay to me, in my opinion. Some people love that kind of stuff though. You know, I think I think the biggest thing with streaming networks and companies is taking female streamers more seriously. Um, you know, recognizing that uh, this is more of a serious question. Female content what needs to be done by gaming is not necessarily the same content like as males, right? In the sense of. Um, you know, your most popular male streamers, some of them are entertainers. Some of them are really good at video games. They're really passionate about it. You sit there, you, you know, you don't see a whole lot of movement necessarily in their chat, but people are there to genuinely watch them play a game, right? Um, and then you have, a, you have streamers who are a combination of the two. Um, and so... Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, the same can be said for female streamers. Um, it's just a matter of women ta being taken more seriously in a male-dominated field. I think also what needs to be done is they need to really put down the hammer on mm -hmm. the harassment um, that happens. I, I personally don't get a whole lot of harassment, um, but feeling people who feel confident enough or okay enough to go into a female stream or female streamers stream and say, take your top off. Like why, why do you think that that's okay to say, because she's wearing a top with a little bit of cleavage like that goes hand in hand with saying, Oh, well she was raped because she was dressed provocatively. That makes absolutely no sense. That the way you dress doesn't warrant the type of um, negative or super misogynistic attention that that is associated with it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, is it okay to say, oh, my gosh, I think you're really pretty. I, you know, I. Yes. However, can you I wish people would appreciate people for their content, not just mm, based solely yeah. on how they look. Right. Um, but we're human and it's human nature. Um, and things like that, but I really wish they would they would really kind of help cut down on that harassment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that whole like get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Like, why can we start advocating that that is not okay to say?
Like, can we finally say like that is a very misogynistic term and we need, we, uh, we as human beings need to stop saying that. And there, don't get me wrong. There are women out there who are just as toxic as men who are toxic to other females. Um, so, and it's, so it's across the board like that, the stigma with being toxic in a video game. Well, that's, that's just call of duty for you. You know, it's been like this forever. Can we get away from that? Can we say we don't, we no longer want it to be that way. Like people want to have fun and, uh, if you are a female, you shouldn't be afraid to 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 say something over yeah, a mic because that. of what is going to come back at you. And so, and that's and I and I can relate wholeheartedly to this because I played a lot of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I played a lot of Search and Destroy. In my opinion, Search and Destroy lobbies are probably one of the most toxic lobbies that are out there. Um, you know, I would say something and they'd be like, "Oh." Go get in the kitchen. Go make me a sandwich. Go raise your kids. Don't you have a husband to please? Blah, blah, blah. You know? And so then I, me being who I am, I will say something back to them. And it, and I got into that like toxic, like headspace, right? And then That's sometimes I just wouldn't say anything. And But if you... You keep pushing people to their limit, they're going to snap. And then that's mm-hmm. what happens. This is what you have to be really careful of as a streamer because when when you snap, that's what gets recorded and that's what gets put out there. So it's okay to hold streamers accountable, but it's mm-hmm. not okay to hold a community accountable. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I wish that's what I wish that's what we would do, the networks would do, the companies would do, you know, take female st- streamers more serious look at their content not just look at how beautiful they are or be like oh you're only streaming because you're a pretty girl no i'm streaming because i i like to meet new people and i just happen to be pretty you know what i mean or whatever the case may be um i just and it's such a gray area right because we all want to be taken seriously but um there are some streamers who don't give two cents about the bigger picture in the sense of like trying to make the gaming community better. Um, you know, and I think everybody mm-hmm. can be like, okay, yeah, I know what she's talking about. There are certain people who who just are only there for themselves. They don't really care about the bigger picture of mm-hmm. like, you know, females are bigger than what they are in the gaming industry. Um, and so that can be a hindrance as well. Um, and so it's like we're fighting on both sides of the sense of like, mm-hmm. I want to be taken seriously, but I want all females to be taken seriously. But then there's some females that just don't care of the bigger picture. So it's, you know what I mean? It's a catch 22. Yeah. You know, I I was playing multiplayer yesterday, um, even like, I think it was only four o'clock in the afternoon and it was still early and I was, I I usually mute everyone's um, comms because I don't want to hear the 
right. the nonsense come out of their mouths really most of the time. But I left it on this time just to hear and I heard right. they were saying like, and I don't like, understand and, like people who say derogatory terms or racial women, slurs like, and it just comes out like water. No it just comes out of their mouth. Why do you why think that that's totally okay because you're on a video game and nobody knows who you really are? Is that what it is? Yeah. Would you say that to your sister? Absolutely not, because you get a smack in the head by them. So. It's not, and like you even okay? you know, there are are women who say things like that. Like it's not, and I understand. Like in some parts yeah. of the world, yeah. there are some words that are, are more socially acceptable, um, that are funny, that aren't used in necessarily a derogatory sense. But mm, and you think that's like, as a whole, also, it like, is a derogatory term kind it's of not. thing. But and I think that just comes down to knowing, like different uh different communities um but like but what we are talking about are those these teenage kids who get on the mic when their parents are too busy to listen to what they're actually saying and they they start spouting off crazy stuff mm. um and even grown men i mean there's there's probably i probably ran into some really super toxic grown men um that mm. say that the same thing so it's something that they they've they've been doing their entire life which is crazy to me and like little kids little kids or i say little kids i say younger kids like when you can hear them yeah. and you're like why are you not at school right now kids um like as a mom if i ever heard my son say some of the things that have been said to me i would absolutely lose it I would absolutely lose my mind. But again, that it's comes insane. down to being like, hey, we don't do that. You don't say that. I don't care what everybody else is doing. That's not okay. So mm -hmm. maybe one day it'll get better, but I, it's, a, it's a long road. Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest thing that I have learned um, and I'm still learning, like I haven't learned everything, I'm still evolving, right? I think one of the biggest things that I've learned mm -hmm. is that you, as the streamer, control your content. Um, so definitely when you well, are you learned from your mistakes playing with people streaming? and the vibes aren't there, don't sit there and suffer through it. Don't sit there and suffer through it. If you are not having a good time, get out. Go play a different game. Mm -hmm. Go play with other people. Don't play with those people again. Take a break. Whatever you need to do. Um, because nobody wants to sit there and watch someone be miserable. And this is something that I'm still working on on myself because I I beat myself up a lot. I beat myself up a lot for mm -hmm. not hitting the shot or or dying in a stupid way or whatever in the in the game and because i want to be better so i try to push myself and then i get i i get upset with myself because i can't do it or i didn't do it right um and so and i would hold on to that i would hold on to that um and just kind of sit and be mopey or be angry and i've Finally getting to the point where you're like, you know what? It's fine. I died. We regain. I try to let it go. And that's just on like personal growth, right? Um, but hearing like my wife, she's like, I won't watch you if you get into this mindset that you're in right now. And that really hit me. 
she finally said, this is not okay. You cannot sit here and do this because nobody wants to sit here and watch you be miserable. Whether it be like because of the people that I'm playing with or because I'm just really beating myself up. Mm -hmm. um, people use streaming or streamers as a, a way to get away. Um, and so if they come into your stream and it's like the same, you're complaining about the same things or, or you're mopey or whatever, they don't want that. They want to come and have a good time. Um, so just remembering that you are in control of your content is like the biggest thing. Who do I watch on a, on Twitch, um, on like a daily basis? Um, um, so I watch a bunch of different people. I think it depends on what I'm looking for. Right. Um, I watch Aiden quite a bit. I watch Thin quite a bit when Who he's live. Watch? I watch Gaku when Not he's Twitch. live. Um, mm -hmm. I try to make it around to all of my friends when they're live, but a lot of us kind of stream well, at the you, same time. If you were trying to escape um, from your own like, busy schedule. I, um, or if I know that there are streaming. Uh, people from my community that are just starting their streaming path, I try to make an effort to get into their streams and just kind of watch and hang out. Um, but I, and I, this is, and I did this last night. So I have a, a supporter. Uh, she just started streaming and uh, I went, and I followed mm -hmm. her and I just wanted to hang out, right? Like I didn't want it to be like this kind of big deal because I don't think I'm a big deal. And as soon as I hit the follow button, it was her second stream and she just kind of was like, oh my God. And I was like, no, I'm just here. I just want, don't pretend like I'm not here, but it's kind of one of those things. Like I want to follow and I want to be supported, but just don't, I'm just here as me. I need to make another Twitch account, I think is what I need to do. But um, I watch Sweet Tales. I watch yeah. um, Namaste Woke. I think it really just depends on the night, uh, what we have going on, and what I'm looking for. Um, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it varies. Um, I think. I think uh, I don't this is like this could go in so many directions, right? Um, I think the advice would be be yourself. Be uh, yourself. If you want to what stream, would your advice stream be for a new streamer? but understand streaming up. is probably one of the more stressful, more mentally um challenging things that you can do, right? Um but if you want to do it wholeheartedly, be yourself. Um, it's kind of nerve wracking when you first start streaming because you're like, oh God, people are watching me. Like, what do I do with my hands, right? Um, but don't lose yourself in trying to be something that you're not, right? Because people want to be see you be genuine. Um, and this is something that I'm still working on, right? Like, because I'm... I'm quite funny and a little obnoxious and a little weird, but I have a hard time kind of letting go and showing that on stream because we're all creatures of like, what are these people, what are these people thinking about me? Right? Like some people are like, I don't care what people say. And I can sit here and I can say that all mm -hmm. day long, but at the end of the day, 
I kind of do care. Um, and that's something that I'm working on. Like I'm still a work in progress, right? Like, do, am I as good of a streamer as I want to be? Absolutely not. I'm still growing. Like I still, I have a lot of growth left to do, but I'm getting there. Every day is something mm -hmm. better, right? Um, so be yourself. Make sure you have good audio. Care. I don't care if you have a cam. Like, I don't care if you have a camera. Um, like, that doesn't bother me. But if your audio is a little wonky, it's kind of one of those things, right? Like, audio is so important. Um, and that's just coming from, like, a setup standpoint. It doesn't matter if you play on PC or console or whatever. Because I started, like I said, I started on Xbox. Um, it doesn't matter. Just as long as you have good audio um, and, you're, and you're fun to watch. Um, you can get people to come in all day long, but what makes them stay? So you have to fight, you have to figure that out. And that's a long road, right? Some people have it, some people have it right off the, right off the rip. Some people don't, I didn't. Um, so you have to kind of figure out what gets people to stay. Um, and kind of like what I said before, you are in control of your content. You're not obligated to play with anyone. You're not obligated to, um, stay in like a toxic environment. Um, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. I think that's something that's really important. You're not obligated to play with anyone. So. Um, like my future goals and stuff like that. Um, there's some things that I would like to get done as far as like working with certain companies. Uh, I feel like I'm to the point where I can genuinely represent a company to my community um, and they would, they would actually like it as well. Um, and for the other future. thing I want to do is I just want to continue to grow like, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and grow as a person, grow as a streamer and continue to grow like the misfit community. Um, we have people from all walks of life, various ages, um, that come in and hang out and we, we all typically have a really good time together. Um, and that's something that I want to continue to work on growing because I want to have a space where it doesn't matter who you are, who you're married to, like what you like or whatever, you know, that if you come in here, you're safe. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I have, I, I don't really want to, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to like give too many goals away, but I do have some short-term goals that are coming up hopefully. And then I have some long-term goals. Um, but I always kind of keep my cards close to my chest kind of thing. So, cause I don't want to talk about it and it not happen and then feel like a complete failure. <laughs> you know, but we're getting there. We're getting there one day at a time. Yes. Yep. I recently just got partnered with alt customs, which is kind of crazy cause I've wanted to work with them for over a year. Um, I started as a controller player and I switched to mouse and key because I thought like mouse and key is superior yeah, to controller players. But little <laughs> did I know that controller on PC is kind of crazy. And, um, you but, are um, working with alt. And I can't go back to a controller now. I've tried. Um, it's kind of weird. There are people who can do both, but I, being a mouse and key player, um, going with like alt customs, it was like a no brainer for me. So. 
Uh, I have their T1 60%, which is kind of cool because um, with Alt Customs, you can customize your keys uh, in the sense of colors. Like you can pretty much customize every single key. Um, so like right now I have like a lime green, a pink and a purple keyboard. So it's not something that you can buy like in the store, right? You can't just go and pick one up. Um, keyboard do you have and for anyone who doesn't to get know. like a custom keyboard for the price that they, they offer it at, it's actually really reasonable. Um, so yeah, it's just a, just your, your 60% customized keyboard. Kind of cool. Yes, and it'll get you 10, 10%, uh, mm. shameless plug, 10%, altcustoms.com, use code Vixen, go make a beautiful keyboard. I, I definitely want to get a couple more, like for different seasons, because now I have a keyboard cam, um, so people can see it. Um, so yeah, so you can see the keyboard and stuff, so I kind of almost want to get one um, for like every code, occasion. <laughs> not going to lie, I'm obsessed with this. Yes. So, um, what I think their slogan is... Um, naked keyboards aren't cool so nice let's go get a cool one go make a cool one you can make it whatever you want nice yeah no it's, it's cool. um probably i would like to say <laughs> yes like i would like to say yes i want to be a twitch partner um do i know that that is a road for me that is going to be long Yes, um, but it's something that Would I work towards every day. Um, go on the road, you know, for, for my follower count versus goal? like, you know, people. How many people that we have hanging out? It's it's absolutely insane, and I'm very privileged um, to have the people that hang out with me um, when I stream. Um, did I ever think I would be a partner on any platform? No, and I say that because I have a lot of self doubt. So my my biggest problem is getting out of my own way. You know what I mean? Um, and I think I think some people can relate to that. Um, I need to start waking up in the morning and saying, I am going to be a Twitch partner. Not, yeah, yeah, maybe one day. No, I am going to be a Twitch partner. Um, but again, that goes back to the whole like self-growth and 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 trying to just grow as a, as a human being. Um, mm -hmm. Even though I'm, I'm a little bit older than most people in this industry, I guess. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of crazy to think about toxic vixen, which partner, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So in that, in, I think this is just kind of looking at it from like um, just observing over the past couple of years. Um, you know, you have the kind of younger people, people who mm -hmm. are in their twenties. I don't think um, age and then you have matter. the older people who are if like you are I would doing say the right, and then if you have forty-five and above, and you have an because um, I don't know if you should. know her tactical grandma. She's a Facebook partner. Absolutely love Tactical Grandma. She's a dear friend of mine. Um, I cannot wait to meet her in Vegas coming up in like two weeks. Um, you know, there there are two separate categories that, in that sense, right? Like, so I'm in the middle. I'm 35. So it's kind of like I'm relatable to a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. But then I, I'm not relatable to like the younger crowd because I'm almost old enough to be their mom kind of thing. Um, so 
I don't know. I feel like I'm stuck in this weird kind of limbo area. So that's why I need to just continue to work on myself to try to make better content instead of being like some weird 35 year old soccer mom playing video games. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, and I, I mean, I just told my age to a lot of people. So, what you're 25? See? See, I'm 35. You know, uh, I play with a, a man named It's Luigi. Uh, he's 19. He's 19. Yes. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> act 19. He's he's yeah, very... Yeah, yeah. I, he, I love him. He's a really good friend of mine. And it's kind of weird saying, like, I'm friends with a 19-year-old. Oh, no, like, I'm 35. Like, that's weird, right? Uh, but he's very mature, and he's super cool. Yes, and, and, and well, you know, I always, I'm, I always call him my son. Because, I mean, in reality, like, I could have had him... You know, I could be his mom. <laughs> oh my god! So, and then, uh, but it's it's kind of funny to. It doesn't necessarily matter your age in this industry as to who you meet, right? Uh, and who you connect with on on like a professional level or like a a gaming level or or whatever. Um, that's the one good thing about this industry. So, it can bring it can bring mm -hmm. people together <laughs> from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. right and that kind of and that's kind of like streaming is kind of one of those like yeah. best kept secrets I think right um and i think a sure, lot of I, like, like it's funny my doubt or why i don't necessarily talk about it outside of the house is because sometimes trying to explain to my peers um what i do for a like, living okay. They're like, I didn't so know watch her? people watch you play video games. I'm like, yes, but they also watch me for me because yeah. I'm funny, yeah. you know, or they don't understand. They don't understand. And it's kind of hard to explain to people what like content creation and streaming is if they've never seen it. But, and I think that's why a lot of people don't necessarily talk about it. Like you finding out your coworkers watch Tactical Grandma. Like, I don't even know how, how did you even get there? How did you even get to that conversation? And I think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because... So the way it was, when we were working lockdown in January, we were doing like 10 hour shifts. So we were like, we were like literally together because we hadn't, we were waiting for, because I work in hospitality, so I work as a chef. Mm -hmm. So we were working in our job and we were waiting for customers to come in and they weren't going to come in to like seven o'clock, maybe eight o'clock at night. And we were there <laughs> from one o'clock. So we were sitting around having conversations and they were always playing call of duty and they were watching streams on facebook so that's how i found Are those out the hoodies? about them like the oversized like blanket hoodie thing yeah and, and then i i mean i started streaming then and then i was telling them about it and they're like just don't forget us when you're big and i'm like yeah sure i won't get that big but um see there's that like, self-doubt like, so i'm not like the only one like yes you are where, you like, are going um, places 
I don't know if have you heard of them slowly, but we're going. <laughs> yeah, so I got spun. Mm-hmm. They're, they're huge, um, right? And so I, my I'm moderator is and I taught, a little bit, I guess, a little bit of my backstory. Um, I started streaming um, on were, Facebook. Okay, you're, you're going. Um, I started streaming like, on Facebook. Mm, yes. And then um, I got banned. I got a 30 yeah. day ban yeah. on Facebook for slowly, something that slowly. I think was posted in like a group yeah. outside of my <laughs> streaming. Um, how um, do that you got reported. And so, and kind of the way it works, if you, if your pro, your personal profile gets reported, um, it affects your gaming page, right? So I got a 30 day ban. And so that's when I created my Twitch channel or that's when I started streaming on Twitch. Um, and this was October oh my God. last year. Um, so, but my mods, most of them came from Facebook because they're like my OGs. They've been with me. Um, they were probably, I know one of my mods came over from a raid and has never left. Right. Um, and he's, you know, I've met him in person. Um, you know, he's met my whole family and stuff like that. Um, so I just look for people who I think are genuine in their support. Um, cause sometimes you have people who are like, mm -hmm. they have the intentions of like looking like they're super supportive and they're always in your chat. And then you, you ask them to be a mod and then they disappear because that's all they wanted. And and that's kind of like the negative reality of streaming is like you have some people who are just they just want you for whatever weird reason, you know. Um, so I try to look for people who are genuine um that I think I could like if I met them in person, um like we're now family kind of thing. So all of my mods are super close. Um we have, you know, group chats and things like that. And I tell them what's going on with me and, and I know about their family and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. so it's just people that I know that I can rely on, you know, building that trust. Um, so we have Danielle, we have Chris, we have Angelo. Um, they, and then of course my wife is my mod. Um, you know, but what's kind of crazy about that is she would not watch me for the longest time. So she's just now getting back into like hanging out a lot, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know why, but she, you know, and like, you can give them a shout out as well if you there. want. I think part of it was because a lot of a lot of people would be like, "Oh my gosh, is that your wife?" And I'm like, "Yes." And then it would turn into like this big thing, and she's really shy, and so she stopped hanging out for a while um, because she didn't want to be like in the spotlight per mm -hmm. se. Um, <laughs> because she she's very much the conservative shy type of person um but people love her and so now she hangs out and it's like this thing and and stuff so um she doesn't play she does a little bit oh and i forgot to mention britney i forget i always forget about britney and what's crazy is britney is our real life friend um we see right, like yeah. she's actually our roommate she lives with us and she's my mod <laughs> and i forgot to shout her out bro i'm the worst but I guess because she's more like, you know, she's like my sister. Like, it doesn't matter. She knows. She knows. She um, but Hannah does not really play anymore. She did for a while. Um, but she's... Her, the way her mind works, she's a really good analyst. Like, if she could be like a podcaster <laughs> or an analyst for video games, like, that is, would be her calling. Um, she's like that in sports, too. Mm -hmm. Like, if she... She could coach a football team like American football 
Um, and she even coaches soccer here, which is football for you guys. <laughs> so like she, um, she's a very good analyst. She understands the way things work and she can always kind of see like the bigger picture in, in that kind of stuff. But, but you actually put her on the game and it's like, she forgets everything. I'm like, what? Cause she'd be like, you should have done this. She'll come to me. She'd be like, you should have done this, this, mm-hmm. and this. And I'm like, really? And then we'll play. Sometimes we play off stream and I'm like, well, why didn't you do this? She's like, I don't know. I just panicked. I'm like, see, it's different. It's different when you're watching versus being in the moment. So, yeah. Um, My kids' soccer yeah. team. I don't really watch. <laughs> I watch a lot of women's college soccer. Um, So we watch kind of everyone. We have a local team here. We go and watch them. I think this is going to sound terrible. I just enjoy watching mm-hmm. women's soccer more so than men's because yeah, for sure. women tend to be a little more chippy, have, um, a, um, a little more aggressive. Like it's a different type of gameplay. I don't really watch professional soccer because um, everybody knows yeah. so- soccer players are dramatic. And so like, uh, you know, I'm like, eh, but we do, we do love watching the women's team and, um, you know, our daughter being older, she really looked up to the USA team and stuff. So, um, really, uh, they're such a good team. They're such a good team, but there's, um, you know, our son is a goalie and, and so he, he looks forward to like going to camps and working with some college athletes, some college goalies and stuff like that. But we're not. We're more so like American football here too. So it's and right now it's football season. I actually have two US so that's jerseys. All, that's so what consuming would, yeah. like consuming us. So. so American football is kind of like a weird combination of soccer and rugby, in a way. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I know all the rules and like I know like what you you know that kind of stuff. But um, to be honest, as far as like building plays and stuff, that's not for me. But I think if I could compare it to something, it's like rugby and and soccer. I had a baby, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so. they always like have a reset and things like that. So, and it's kind of one of those weird things. And oh, like, I guess you could probably include hockey in it as well. Like some of the rules kind of cross over. Like hockey I know, and soccer I know are very downs, similar. But that's about it. I just, like, in there's a, so in many way, players as well. Um, and then there's like so many parts of the field. They just stop us. <laughs> I think they just depends. <laughs> I don't get that. I think it just depends. Um, no, I, I guess I don't... Uh, I don't know. Growing up with football, it's not super complicated to me. No, I don't know. Are there any other sports that that you aren't super familiar with? I taught I taught hockey was just for the punching. See, I don't I I don't like watching <laughs> basketball. I think it's boring. Ah. Uh. Uh, typically an hour. Yeah. 
Well, that's, yeah. So the gameplay is scheduled for an hour. You know, basketball, but then you have like, you know, you get the flags more, and then you have timeouts and, and things like that. I don't it, mind like it. Like an it's hour just, game, but then right? Golf, Typically takes what, like, like two and a half, three hours? Bit, but then it's so slow as a game. Something like that. Realized, Especially if it's on TV. Match? Like now if you're just watching your kids play, it takes about really? an hour, hour and a half. Um, so I, I, you know, you got to get your money in your commercials mm -hmm. and stuff. So that's why it feels like it takes so long. Yeah. Mm hmm. My God. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, because yeah, cause we had a few, actually, we had a few really? college teams oh, that's come over so crazy. So like, the game. I don't know. Over. I think, was it Penn State? I, I know that they, they just had some games, I think, in London, some professional Ireland, games, they would NFL have two games. matches in the weekend for, yeah. um, for Irish people yeah. to watch. But and then <laughs> I think they had, there they had this thing, too, Americans where they had... Um, who came with the college. What was it? They had, like, a camp yeah, it's so where they put on, like, a camp but, for um, I'm um, going to European players to come and, like, try out. And they're, and they're bringing them back to the States to play yeah, football or something like Wembley, that. They're huge. They're, they're, like, the amount of people go to them there is insane. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind yeah, of interesting no, that bigger. we're... They're trying to get American football out there in that sense. So, yeah. Because there's, there's actually two people from Ireland in two college um, football teams at the moment. So, I think it would it would go back to, yeah. It's mad like what, be yourself what would your advice be to stop yourself overthinking who was just starting streaming stop stressing um you know find find what you are good at if you're good at if you're really good at video games that's fine if you're not super good at video games what else are you good at what is going to make people want to see you right um, and I also think that going back to controlling your content um, means controlling yourself sometimes. Um, you know, build genuine relationships with your community um, and with other streamers. Um, I think probably one of the mm. hardest things for me is making genuine friendships in the streaming industry um you know we have we have people that will hype you up and and things like that but building genuine friendships with people can be proven to be difficult sometimes in this industry so finding those people that support you no matter what and that you support no matter what keep those people close because it can always change Uh, it's like a, it's in a, a year from now, right? Ah, man, I tell you what, if I, if I were to make partner between now and then, I probably would go. I've never been to California. Um, I would love to go. Um, 
Sure. I don't know. Maybe. Would you be going? Maybe because we're about to do. We're about to do our first event. Um, we're going to Las Vegas mm -hmm. in a couple weeks for Loot Fest. Um, it's a streamer expo being put on by Streamer Loot, which is a merch company. Um, they partnered with StackUp.org, which is an organization that raises monies for uh, veterans, um, U.S. veterans and our allies. So like people in Europe, uh, in the U.K. and stuff like that. Um, so they raise a lot of money to help support veterans through gaming. Um, they send um, like gaming consoles to people who are overseas or, or nice. to disabled veterans. And, and then they put money back into um, crisis intervention and things like that. So Streamer Loot and Stack Up have partnered together to put on this amazing Streamer Loot. Um, there's mm -hmm. going to be, you know, companies there. There's going to be streamers there. There's a bunch of things planned that are going on. Um, so that's going to be like my first like streamer related event. Um, so I might get the bug and have to go to TwitchCon because TwitchCon, I've heard nothing but great things about it. So we shall see. Yep, all the proceeds are going to go to, they're going to stackup.org. And so um, I'm pretty excited to be a part of that as well. Um, so and I, I think it, just to hit on that, I think it's really cool that they support our allies as well. So it's not like just an American-based um, organization. Um, well, that's sounds which is amazing kind of cool. what they're doing so, for American I think there, and there's Britain's. people coming from all across the world for Streamer Loot, um, which... Yeah, which I'm really excited about. So, I, like I said, I get to meet Tactical Grandma. Um, I get to meet quite a few other people as well. I think Gaku is going um, and Jared is going. So there's quite a few people that I've either played with or that um, I know um, just by networking or whatever that are, is going to be there. So it's kind of like I'm a little nervous. I don't know why. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Yes, we're going for four days. So... Um, I've never been to Las Vegas either, so it's gonna it's like a vacation for me and my wife, and then of course like you know job related stuff. So um, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for a vacation. <laughs> Is are you going for the full weekend? Yeah. Yep. They're doing one in Dallas. Um, so, but I, so I don't know if I'm gonna go to the one in Dallas. I guess it just depends on how well Vegas goes. <laughs> Like, I don't know. But I think, I wholeheartedly yeah. think if I made Twitch partner between now I know, and TwitchCon, I would definitely go. I don't know. I do oh, you they're going to do going one in Dallas, too. That'd be fun. As a partner versus not partner has any significance? Or... Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Right. No, I don't think so. Right. Because um, like, why don't you guys just get together? Me and my now? friends are gonna go to Amsterdam if <laughs> if we have the money <laughs> and get a ticket. Because there be there's a lot of people from the UK. I've yet to meet know, any other streamers. And, um, Ireland. Or so this will be my first well. time meeting. So hopefully maybe meeting we'll people meet in person there. It's Which funny, like of, we, we wouldn't like meet in, in our own country, but we'll sure. meet in another country. Um, and I wish, Sorry. don't they do TwitchCon on the East Coast? True. Or no, I met two of them. I met two was of it my PAX friends PAX East and PAX West. during the summer. So that was 
fun. I've never been to that either. So, um, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe it, it'll probably be time for another vacation next year. This time. <laughs> oh, so it'd be fun. So. It'd be yeah. Uh, for if anyone wants to find you on social medias, where can um, I'm, you? I'm on Hover. Everything is Toxic Vixen. Um, you can just search it and it'll pop it up. It'll be the lady with the crazy hair, crazy colored hair. Um, and that, yeah, you can just find me everywhere. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, I hope, you know, I think this is great. Massive thank you to Toxic for doing the podcast with me. Make sure to follow her all on her socials linked below with mine. And check her on stream. She streams mostly, I think, daytime. Um, I am able to watch her during the afternoon here in Ireland. So it's it's, I, I, it works great for me because I can watch them compared to some of the American time zone streams that are at late at night uh, for me. But make sure to follow her, her and check her on Warzone because she's literally cracked, I tell you. Um, and shout out to our moderators again and with that guys I'm going to leave you, have a lovely weekend if you want to re- make a review of this please do it on Apple Podcasts and share it around uh, tweet us at Pod. that's the Twitter well, podcast well yeah it's ShaySpillsPod but um, on Twitter uh, that you've listened to it let me know what's your thoughts on the podcast series so far and with that I'll see you guys all very soon